Shalom and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations Weekly Torah Commentary Series. I'm Susie Lynette from Devar Shalom in Rancho Cucamonga, California. This week we're discussing Parashat Miketz. Our text begins in Genesis chapter 41. I have titled this drosh A Life in Technicolor. Several years ago, I had the opportunity to see a live production of the classic musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat with roots and themes from the story of Joseph, the 11th son of Jacob. The musical numbers were well done and quite lively. The flashy colors, dance moves, and dramatics put a different flair on the narrative than one might receive by reading the text alone. Joseph was a dreamer and an interpreter of amazing dreams, full of meaning. He was in an Egyptian prison after a convoluted sequence of events triggered by a gift, the technicolor dream coat, Genesis 37.3, the resulting jealousy of his brothers and his own dreams of his brothers bowing to him. Miketz, meaning at the end of, picks up at the end of two years during which Joseph was forgotten in prison. Now Pharaoh had disturbing dreams. Finally, Joseph's ability to interpret dreams was remembered, and Joseph was brought to appear before Pharaoh. By this time, according to Genesis 37.2, Joseph was about 17 when he was sold into slavery and was about 30 when he was called up to Pharaoh. After being summoned, he shaved, changed his clothes, and came to Pharaoh. Genesis 41.14b Release from prison and entry into Pharaoh's court must have been like switching from old black-and-white broadcasting to vibrant technicolor indeed. This time, instead of simply providing an interpretation, as he had done for two fellow prisoners, Joseph answered Pharaoh and said, It is not within me. God will answer with shalom for Pharaoh. That's Genesis 41.16. After Joseph interpreted the dreams correctly, he was appointed to oversee the project of building storehouses and saving for the lean years to come. Within a moment, Joseph was released from prison, given an Egyptian name, which means decipher of secrets, and given an Egyptian priest's daughter as a wife. Joseph built the storehouses and ran a food distribution program during the famine. Cue the music. Joseph was in charge of the land, and his world was turned into technicolor. Joseph had matured. No longer the prideful young man showing off his gifts, he had developed a servant's heart for the people. As his dream foretold, the Egyptians who worshipped the sun, moon, and stars bowed down to him. Meanwhile, believing Joseph was dead, Jacob sent ten of his remaining sons to Egypt to buy food. He kept Benjamin, Joseph's full brother, at home. The brothers came to Joseph and bowed down before him in fulfillment of Joseph's other dream years earlier, which had set off the chain of events leading to his current position. Joseph recognized them, but they did not know he was their long-lost brother. Joseph accused them of spying, 
imprisoned them for three days, and then released nine of the brothers, keeping Simeon as a hostage and instructing them to return with Benjamin. The brothers realized that this disaster was due to their treatment of Joseph all those years ago and repented. They did not know that Joseph understood them. He heard their cries of teshuvah. Joseph had his stewards return the brothers' money by placing it in the sacks of grain. The narrative continues, and eventually Joseph is reunited with his brother Benjamin, but again does not reveal himself. The Parsha ends with Joseph demanding that the brothers leave Benjamin behind and letting the others go home. As we review this story, several things come to mind. Joseph never sent word to his father that he was alive during the years he was in bondage. As I wondered about that, I realized that if Jacob had known, the events leading to Joseph saving his family from famine would not have occurred. Joseph knew the truth of his own dreams and understood the events must come to pass. He had two dreams about his future that are recorded in Genesis. The first was that his brothers would bow to him, and the second that the sun, moon, and stars would do the same. Egyptians worshipped the sun, moon, and stars. As Joseph saved that nation, its inhabitants bowed to him. It is interesting to me that the Parsha always comes during this time of year. The days are shortened, darkness is increased, yet we have the light of Hanukkah, and the days will get longer again. Joseph was in dark places, the pit and the jail, yet the light of the dreams and the word of God permeated into full and promoted him into full technicolor. I am struck by the revelation of the technicolor prophecies, both fulfilled and promised. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12, Paul wrote, For now we see in a mirror darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. A life in Messiah is a life in technicolor, and we will see clearly in the world to come. We are to wrap ourselves in the garment of praise, Isaiah 61.3. In Ephesians 6, Paul exhorts us to put on the armor of God. Our spiritual lives can be vibrant technicolor despite the dreary black and white around us. We, like Joseph, can put on our own amazing technicolor dream coat. With the love of our Heavenly Father, we can forgive. When the brothers repented, made Teshuvah, they were saved from death and they were reunited. They, like Joseph, moved from black and white lives to full technicolor of what the Lord had for them. The Lord offers us a technicolor life in him also. When we repent and make teshuvah, we are saved from eternal death and darkness to be reunited as the body of Messiah. Olam hazeh, this present world, can be gray and dreary. When we put on the coat, we enter into the technicolor world here on earth and in Olam Haba, the world to come. I will rejoice greatly in Adonai. My soul will be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Isaiah 61, 10a. Live a life in 
Technicolor, a Technicolor Life. This is Susie Lynette signing off and wishing you Shabbat Shalom. For more commentaries like this one, visit umjc.org slash commentaries.